0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to In Her Space. I'm your host, Irene Wade. Today we have an amazing guest, and I know that you're going to enjoy this interview. In Her Space is your source of inspiration for faith and spirituality, health, family love and relationships, professional development, community, and just life. My desire with this podcast is to create a space for me, for you, for us, to share our perspective and to inspire one another and to give voice to our experiences. On today's podcast, we have the experience of Jamika Garrison, active public servant for over 20 years. She is a proud graduate of Dayton's Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School and Wright State University. She has a professional background of over 10 years in workforce, economic development, and human resources. She is on a personal mission to transform lives through service, collaboration, innovation, education, and advocacy. We only have 30 minutes for this podcast, but let me tell you what Jamika is here to talk about. We can go on for days, but we will try to contain ourselves as we welcome My friend and sister, Jameika Garrison, as she gives voice to her experience and the importance of community engagement. Welcome, Jameika.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. I'm happy to be here. So proud of you, my sister. Oh,
0: Thank you, sis. I'm so glad to have you on this show, man. We have a phenomenal topic today, and then we're talking about community engagement. And I'm telling you, Jameika is a close friend of mine, and when we have these kind of conversations, we can go on for hours Absolutely. at a time. <laughs> but we're not going to do that today. We only <laughs> got 30 minutes, Jameika, so we're going to contain ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But we want to ask you a little bit about community engagement. And just to start off, can you tell us a little bit about engagement?
1: Absolutely. Um, When I think about engagement, I think about meaningful encounters. I think about meaningful commitment, whether it's to your community, whether it's to your family, your friends, strangers, um, that's engagement. And so when we talk about community engagement, then that's the same thing. You know, this is engaging the community at a meaningful level with a meaningful commitment. Um, I think that's definitely important. Uh, One thing a previous pastor of mine used to say is that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Wow. That's community (laughs) engagement.
0: Yes. One of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on the show is to talk about community engagement, but more importantly, how do we actually put uh, words to action? Because we all talk about the things that are going on in our community. We're frustrated you know, we feel disconnected in some ways. I believe some people feel that way. How do we really find a way to engage ourselves in the community?
1: Absolutely. Um, there, are, I think, are several things that we can do as individuals, and then I'll take it from the level and the perspective of an organization. As you know, um, a few friends of mine uh, and myself, Shanice turner Sloss and Joelle Thomas-Jones started An organization called Neighborhoods Over Politics two years ago and we actually um, became a nonprofit through the state of Ohio in 2016. So from the perspective of a resident, I'll start there, Um, some things that we can do just as residents in our community uh, to engage are simple things like cleaning up around in our neighborhood, looking out for one another's children on the block, Anytime you see somebody doing something that maybe needs to be redirected, uh, doing so in a uh, respectful manner so that, you know, it's not offensive to the children and even to their parents because a lot of people are sensitive when you try to bring correction. I'll give a quick example. One of my neighbors who lived next door to me, one of their children were actually throwing rocks at our house and they were they were hitting the window so you know i looked and i said what's going on what's that noise and i saw the children were throwing rocks at the window and i wasn't really upset you know i was really thinking they probably just trying to have a little fun i don't think they were doing it maliciously so i just right. went outside and i said hey hey you guys you guys you guys need to redirect what you're doing before you bust the window out, I said, where are your parents? And, you know, they were like, they pointed down the street. I said, do me a favor and go get your, your mom or your dad. Go grab them for me. And so they did. They went and got their mom. She came down, and she, you know, wasn't... Uh, offended or hostile She just wanted to know What was going on And so I let her know I said I said hey I just want to let you know Your your children were playing And they were throwing rocks At our house And a couple rocks Hit the window I said I really didn't Want to take it any further But I wanted to make you aware Of what was going on Because they could knock Somebody's window out Right And then you know um, The police could get called And this could escalate Into something that It doesn't need to yes. be So she actually corrected them Right on the spot In front of me And it was cool We built that relationship And that's engagement You know yes. a lot of times In our community I think people feel like they need to be siloed and keep to themselves. What's going on at the neighbor's house is not my business. And my sentiments are different. It is your business. Wow. You know, I am my sister's and my brother's keeper. That's right. So if something is going on that I'm made aware of through my eyes and my ears, I'm going to say something. That's right. um, but I'm going to do it in a way that I feel is going to be receptive to the people that I'm talking to. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to cuss. You know, I'm going to try to engage you in love. That's right. And so that we could try to, you know, learn from each other and figure out what's going on. Oh,
0: yeah. And I actually, I know from even myself, I value people that do that for my children like tell Absolutely. me if you see my child um doing what they're not supposed to do because i i want a full report so Absolutely. that i can do what i, I need to do and um and my son fully knows that um i have people watching him anyway so That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh be on alert you had mentioned nop which is neighborhood over politics i wanted to get into a little bit of that can you tell us What work has already been done to impact the community with neighborhood over politics?
1: Absolutely. And let me answer the second part of the question. I answered the engagement at the resident level. So let me talk about it now from the organization level Mm -hmm. since you uh, mentioned that. Uh, One thing I think organizations have to do is um, meet the residents where they are. Meet the residents where they are and understand your audience. Uh, one thing that we've learned about our audience in Dayton, Ohio, when it comes to the neighborhoods that are most distressed, is that these residents are um, living in circumstances where they're trying to figure out how they're going to survive day to day. They're trying to survive. Uh, they're trying to figure out how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of childcare? What are we going to eat? Right. So, when you take that into consideration, you understand why the engagement is what it is. You know, when Mm -hmm. you look at the east side, for example, the east side of Dayton, their community is more engaged because they have more resources than Mm -hmm. what we might find on other uh, areas of town. Mm -hmm. So they might have money to purchase a building and redevelop it you know everybody gives a thousand dollars each from their household to turn this uh, dilapidated building into something useful for the community where you're not going to get that in some of the most distressed areas in our neighborhood people don't have a thousand dollars to contribute they might have five or ten dollars so you really have to meet people where they are Mm -hmm. and ask them to do things that is within their ability to do and if they don't come out you don't get upset you know you go out because Mm -hmm. for the people who have the resources you know such as myself I may not be worried about those day-to-day things because those needs those basic needs are being taken care of right. I'm not going to get upset if we go clean up a neighborhood and the residents of that neighborhood don't get involved because I understand our audience I understand uh, their struggles and what they're dealing with but mm-hmm. what we will do is go out there and invite them to participate right and so one of the things that we've done we did a beautification project on second and Broadway yes and so we planted flowers at four in four beds on that location which used to be an old gas station and I tell you when, when I drive past that location now from work every day I smile wow. because those flowers are so beautiful yes. and so we had a lot of volunteers that came out we also have people that come out on their own time to pull the weeds to keep the flowers looking nice We partner with Montgomery County Juvenile Center, and they come out occasionally to keep the grass cut. We definitely can utilize more hands and more master gardeners on that particular area, and our hope is to continue to do that in the years to come in different areas as well as we create that pipeline of volunteers who are motivated to be a part of that effort. Um, One of the other things that we've done, we've done community forums, For example, when the Issue 9 was on the ballot to Mm -hmm. increase the taxes for the preschool promise and those different initiatives with the city... We held a forum to make sure that the residents were well informed on what they were voting on. So we had representatives from city leadership, representatives from the preschool promise uh, staff, as well as um, residents from other organizations, whether you were for or against it. We just wanted to ensure that the residents heard both sides of the story so they can make an informed decision because part of our effort is to educate, engage, and empower so that people know what the process is, what the services are, who they can call to do what. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of what we do, provide information so people understand the power that they do have. Yes.
0: I think the key word you said there was empower. To me, that's a powerful word when we're talking about our community because the power is already there we just need to activate it through our actions and really supporting organizations like NOP who are trying to lead the effort in bringing about initiatives that really really affect our community in a positive way well we have to do that we have to support these organizations and and we support them by showing up and finding out how we can volunteer another question that i thought of you know when i was thinking about you being on the show on this podcast What ways, what do we stand to lose as a people when we fail to engage in community issues?
1: Absolutely. I think that's a great question. I think that puts it into perspective. And I think that we've seen it over the past 10 to 20 years. When you go outside your house, look at your neighborhood. Look at your streets. Look at your sidewalk. Look at the abandoned houses. Look at the decrease in the population. Wow. That's what we've lost oh, wow. because we're not engaged. We don't go vote. We are registered. Some of us uh, are registered with the inaccurate inc- information. There's no engagement, and and, wow. and to some for people who can engage, there's they feel like they have to be committed to a certain organization mm-hmm. or to a certain group that may seem like they're popular. And for me, that's just not my personality. You know, I support if your effort is going to bring change like racial justice now, Mm -hmm, like the West Dayton Strong, like the surge organization, like there's a lot of organizations who are doing great things. Right. And to be honest, if I have time, I support each and every one of them because they're all doing efforts and things to help. Uh, develop our community racial justice now the education piece which is huge Mm -hmm. if we don't have a great education we can't have the workforce and economic development here in dayton if we don't have um, some of those organizations, West Dayton Strong, then you know our children are left to the wayside with wow. no help after school, and that's exactly what they're doing. Matter of fact, they need volunteers right now. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have time between 3 and 6, Monday through Thursday, I believe, to help out with tutoring, cleaning up. I did an hour after work one day. I did 5 to 6, mm-hmm. and and it was enough to make an impact. I helped two children with their homework, And then I help them clean up Because every little bit counts And when we think about it what are you doing with that small hour of your time Yes, and whether it's with neighborhoods over politics, whether it's with racial justice. Now we just need people to show up because it's easy for the select few who started the organizations to go pound the pavement, but the leadership and and the people need to hear from you, the residents, they need to hear from people outside of the founders of those organizations to get involved. And if we think back to the civil rights era, the one thing that made their efforts so popular was the fact that they had the numbers. And and when you have that, think about it. We can we can control who our leadership is. We can control the initiatives that are a priority. We can control what our neighborhoods look like. If everybody got out there and actually did their research and voted for these city leaders based on what they know they should be doing, what they aren't doing. You have the data. Look at your Mm -hmm. neighborhood. You have the past 10 years to look at, you know, well, what have we gotten since you've been in leadership, whoever you are? And if you don't feel like it's been well, there's new leadership that's coming up and, you know, hitting the pavement and wanting to have an opportunity to show how they can serve their community. We could all say, you know what, I think we need some new leadership. Let's all be in agreement. Mm-hmm. And on November 7th, simply go and vote the same. Yes. We control that. But people don't, they don't believe it. They don't mm-hmm. believe it. Um, And I, think-
0: I and I think the key word in we is community, meaning each individual voice collectively comes together to make that change absolutely understanding that i think people can become a little um discouraged by the inaction of what's taking place in you know in in the government overall i'm not even talking about just locally but just overall Mm -hmm. and some people get discouraged and say well i mean that little vote doesn't matter but is that the case
1: Well, that is the case. I think that's what's happening with people. But look at what your inaction has produced. Wow. It hasn't changed the result of your lifestyle or the benefit of where you are in life. Mm -hmm. So why not try something different? Why not actually get engaged and go vote and see what happens? Mm -hmm. You know, if what do they say? If you keep doing the same old thing, you're going to keep getting the same Mm -hmm. results. Absolutely. And that's where we are. Yeah. And so for those of us who are at a level of you know sustainability, shame on us wow. for not exercising our, our power to vote. I'm not talking about the individuals who really don't have the resources or the means or the know-how to get from point A to point B and exercise their vote. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about me, you, mm-hmm. our friends, our neighbors, people who have a pretty good quality of life who are sitting on our behinds and we've made a decision we're not voting. Shame wow. on us. Wow. Shame.
0: <laughs> you know what? What some of the I, I do know that it has come up for families. When you're caring for a family, you have you're working, you're you have children in sports, you're ripping and running, you're you have your job. Sometimes work life can be difficult. What encouragement can you offer as a busy mom yourself? What can you offer to other busy moms and dads who want to get involved but really are struggling with finding the time to do that?
1: You make the time. You make the time. Okay. Um, Just like you make the time to go to the grocery store, just like you make the time to cook dinner You make the time. You might choose one day, you know what, you guys, we're going to get pizza because I want to take an hour out of my day to go volunteer with Neighborhoods Over Politics or Racial Justice Now. It's just an adjustment. You make that adjustment, that sacrifice for your community. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be something that's profound. It doesn't have to be five hours a week. It can be simply 30 minutes a week, an hour a week. That little bit of time that you spend, even if it's just going outside to pick up trash on your block, Mm -hmm. if every person in all 65 of our neighborhoods on every single block picked up trash on a weekly basis, do you know how much of a difference that would make in our community on one block? Yes. You know how much time that would take? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I've done it.
0: 30 minutes. And you know what? When you say that, um, we're not talking about people who are doing, because there are a lot of people who are investing time. I just recently saw that in one of our local schools, there are people who are doing power lunches with the students. There are a ton of people who are putting in the work, but we're talking about the folks that have been MIA, missing in action. Where have you been? We need you to come on. You, you back.
1: being so nice. You just so nasty. Nice, you just so nasty. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of people who ain't doing. Let's just say. That. Well, for the ten well, percent that are doing, there's a lot that aren't doing. Okay. Can, so
0: we'll. So get on out there and get it done, That's please. Right. Get her done. Get her done. So as we close out.
1: She' closing me out, y'all. Yo. <laughs>
0: because you know what? You all don't hear our personal conversations. We go back and forth. We we do. This is my sis. I love her. We don't want to beat you all up too much. We want to say, for those of you who are need to get involved, let's get involved. We want to ask you if there are any upcoming events that families should be aware of coming up soon. Mm-hmm. What are some events that are coming up that families can get involved in or... What type of activities that they can be a part of or organizations?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Um, I would encourage individuals to go on your Facebook uh, site and like the page of Neighborhoods Over Politics, Racial Justice Now, uh, Surge. There's so many. West West Dayton Strong. And then just see what the needs are. Um, I know we're going to have something probably, I want to say, October to kind of wrap up our community garden. We have to prepare the ground for the fall and the winter. So I think that requires us to cut back the flowers, cut them down low uh, there's going to be a gentleman who is coming out to volunteer Yay. to help us to do awesome. that. <laughs> and so we will have an expert to make sure we do it correctly so that Good. the beautiful uh, uh, garden that uh, has been maintained with the help of Mama Zippo yes. and other volunteers in the community, Mr. CJ who uh, just comes around when he sees the need. He actually planted those larger flowers um, that you see spring up with the orange. They're beautiful. He added those on his own to to give another flair to the uh, beautification project. So that will be scheduled for October the Invite or the uh, event will be on our Facebook page. So I just encourage you to like the pages of all of those organizations that you see out there. And I may have left some out, not purposely, just because my uh, I'm not thinking I didn't come with the list like I probably should have. Um, just those and just get connected because we share each other's information on our uh, Facebook pages. You can also visit our website org to submit your information. So if you want to get involved on some other levels, we're currently trying to you know get our back office together and do some administrative things as it relates to grant writing and research and different things of that nature. So if you want to volunteer or you want to practice and utilize your expertise in those areas, we could definitely use your help.
0: Um, that is awesome. You've heard it. You've heard it from Jamaica. She's a hard hitter, y'all. She just tells it like it is. She's not holding back. (laughs) Neighborhoods Over Politics. It's www.neighborhoodsoverpolitics.org. You can go to their Facebook page. It's Neighborhoods Over Politics. Look for it. Jamaica, if you could um, share some final words to our listening audience.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. As it relates to community engagement, I would say... Just make sure you are engaged and you are a part of the process. Um, Find an organization whose um, mission and objectives meet some of your talents and your desires and what you want to do so that it's a good fit for you. It doesn't have to be ours. It can be any of the ones that I mentioned. Like I said, we all support each other um just make sure you get involved uh put it make it a priority be intentional mm-hmm. about getting involved in your community because this is our community you know this is my community that's why i'm so passionate about it because I am my brother's and my sister's keeper. It takes a village. It yes. truly takes a village to raise a family, whether you're married or not, whether you're single. You need the support of as many people as you can get. And the more that you get involved in a community, you'll start to build that support. You won't be asking, like, man, who could watch my boys? You will have met someone who can meet those needs, yes. whether it's food, whether it's finances, whether it's resources. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to community engagement, not just knowing about local politics which is part of the process of being engaged but also just getting to meet your neighbors outside of your block outside of your neighborhood whose desires and passions are similar to yours it's so rewarding and so fulfilling And it makes you feel like you really have a family outside of your bloodline. And I think that's what's important, you know, meaningful engagement, you know, knowing that um, you have people in the community that really and truly care about you. So I would say even if it's 30 minutes, take that 30 minutes because you'll be surprised the relationships that you build. They're going to be meaningful and they're going to be
0: worthwhile. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Jamaica, for coming on the show again. That's Neighborhoods Over Politics. You want to check them out. They're doing some great things. I actually uh, participated in the um, beautification project um, early on. And man, what they're doing is just beautiful. And so if we get more folks involved, they can transform the city of Dayton and they will. Um, ultimately because they're on a mission to do that we're so grateful that Jamika garrison has joined us today we're looking forward to another amazing podcast she knocked it out of the park i'm so glad that you have um, listened in to us continue to support us for more information about in her space go to www.inherspace.com and you can find information about the podcast be blessed